and be excited. He's a hilarious guy, and uh, his wife is so sweet, and they make a mean steak. I'm telling you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ken Suzuki. Oh, oh, thank you. Keep it going for your last comic, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So the first time I feel like I followed a female dice clay. This is beautiful. Oh, man. Everyone, be perfectly silent if you love Donald Trump. Apparently, we got a lot of them in this audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. San Francisco's a changing, folks. It's a changing. Anyway, you guys ever try to sit down and write your suicide note and end up founding a tech startup? Yeah. You know, you sit down, you're like, shit, man, if I can plan my own suicide, I can write a business plan. We go out there, find some venture capital, make something with my life. Oh, you angel investors, you. Look at all of you potential, all so much vibrant life and energy in all of you. I had punchlines, but hey. <laughs> Who needs punchlines, right? This is stand-up comedy, it's pontificate. Uh, here's an idea. An idea for a product I want to launch, all right? It's, uh, it's an idea for a new line of anal beads made from recycled golf balls. Plan on marketing it with a pun, all in one hole. <laughs> it's a golf pun, guys. It's a golf pun. Get it? Uh, I just thought that would be a good sound effect to add to that. Is it working in the You got all new material. Why not? Why not? Throw it out there, right? Just throwing it against the wall. We're here. This is a safe space. We get to say whatever we want. Then go home, listen to our sets, then really write those suicide notes. Right? That's what Muni's like. Listen to your sets, folks. That's the smelling sots, really, of stand up comedy. Oh, you go, ooh, they laugh. That must mean I'm funny. Go home, listen. Are you really funny? Are you? Funerals, man. Now, that is God's cruelest trick on stand up comics. I'm the star at my show, and I can't even get five minutes of my fucking eulogy. Where do I go from here? I could have written jokes, but virtue signal. That'll show the world in a Prius. That is peak wokeness right there. <laughs> I think that is a sign of San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco, I love you. <laughs> that guy that you saw in the stall coming out, you know, with his sex robot and his guitar. That guy, I'm pretty sure, 101, that guy invests in Bitcoin. <laughs> All right, folks, because just Bitcoin, sex robots are the Bitcoin of human relationships. They think they're all that, but there's like a small niche, never going to live up to the hype. Sometimes it's not the jokes, it's the eye gestures. Thank you, guys. Ken Suzuki! Uh, I really liked your Prius stuff, your suicide stuff. I enjoy it very much. But my question is, can you kill yourself with a Prius? Isn't it such low emissions that it doesn't like, you couldn't carbon monoxide yourself with a Prius? 
I feel like I feel like there's something there, like because so you because you have your Prius stuff and you have your suicide stuff, and it's like the question. I don't have Prius. I just piggyback. Oh, she you were just Prius oh off. oh you were just fucking around tonight. I thought you yeah. were actually like bringing new jokes. I'm like, well, he's I, bringing all these new jokes to the stuff, and the and you were just riffing. Okay, cool. It was a workshop. I was working it yeah, out. Yeah, no, I was it's doing great. The cardio. But if I mean, if you want, I I know you have suicide material, and I enjoy it very much. And if you end up talking about Priuses again and these I, special I, snowflakes, I don't think you can kill yourself with a Prius. I think they're like equipped with a special button for these snowflake children, so they don't actually kill themselves. That's good. You should take that advice. Uh, <laughs> I, I like your suicide note opener with the tech startup. I mm-hmm. I liked it better on Friday night. Okay, I feel yeah. like your energy was was better with it, but I like the the concept of like planning your suicide. You can start a tech company. Um, I love the free. I know you were just riffing on um, Angel's stuff about the Prius, but the term peak wokeness, like, have yeah. I heard that before? Or did you just say that for the first time ever right here on Mutiny Radio? It's a great term. I feel like you should find a way Thank you. to say peak Thank wokeness you. in a bit. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you, guys. Peak wokeness. Yay! <laughs> Ken Suzuki! So Mike Evans Jr. just texted me and said he's looking for parking. So I'm hoping that you guys will be looking sub- for an audience then. I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing is he doesn't, he's got to like come around the corner. Like we just, I mean, he's got to, we can uh, burn time. I don't have any new jokes and all my old jokes suck. So I don't even feel like, uh, they don't suck. That's not true. I've got this new feminist thing I'm really happy about. I just freak out about Melania, Melania, whatever their fucking name is. Uh, but I don't need, I can't text and talk at the same time, so he should, should he should come here. He is everybody put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. Hello everybody. Sorry I'm late. How you doing? Good, good. I have some jokes in my phone. I'm gonna test out on you guys. Alright, so I think that uh like black people we 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 love our kids, but we don't like our kids. I think that's the very strong thing. If you don't believe me, if you ever watched the Maury show before, do you see how proud everybody is when they're like they're not the father? It's kinda of fucked up. Like I feel like if my dad was on that show, he'd be so quick. He'd be like, I knew it, nigga, you look like Dave Chappelle. Fuck you, Mike. You're not really my son. Like I I don't know, I think it's kind of fucked up because the whole time this is happening, there's like the little kid in the background, you know, there's like the screen of the kid looking all cute, just like wondering what his future holds. He has no idea. He's always too young to know and it's just kind of, it's kind of fucked up. I think that's, uh, it's messed up. So I kind of, I kind of want to work in porn, but I don't necessarily want to be a porn star. In every porno, there's always someone getting duped. If you watch like, you know, this guy fucked my wife porno, something happened. I want to be the guy who has no idea my wife is getting fucked. That's, that's what I want to be. I want to be a cameo, even if I make it in comedy. Like, I want you guys to laugh every time you see a porno, like, oh, this is great. Fucking Mike. Like, <laughs> like, I'm never naked. I'm never actually having sex. I'm just always the, the clueless one in the porn. There's always one. Um, let me see. I, um... This is something that you probably never noticed, but if you ever look at Pornhub, if you ever like um, see like the, anybody know like the logo for Pornhub, right? It's like black and yellow, not, okay. So during certain holidays, they put like certain symbols <laughs> and logos next to the Pornhub logo. And I always find it interesting. Like for Martin Luther King Day, there's his face next to Pornhub. <laughs> 
Like right now, I swear to God, right now for the Olympics, <laughs> there is like somebody skiing because the Winter Olympics are happening in North Korea. And I'm just like, how, like, whose idea was that? Who was like, you know, we're not being inclusive enough. Like, let's, let's be politically correct in this porn game right now and just really, you know, pussy power, you know, pussy, pussy grabs back, right? That's, that's what we should do. Um, I don't know. I feel like porn, like no matter how politically correct the world gets, porn will never be like judged. If you look at porn titles, they're just straight to the point. They're never like <laughs> this self-identifying man has sex with, you know, the girl who changed her name to butterfly. Like that's never, there's never gonna be a porn like that. But we still jack off to it. We definitely, definitely still do. Um, I went through a, uh, a breakup recently. It kind of sucks. I'm like, I'm now able to really talk about it on stage. Um, Getting advice from my father about it is like the funniest thing because he gives really shitty advice, but it's always great for <laughs> comic relief, which is why I'm a comedian today. So when I first asked him about it, I was like, hey, dad, you know, I don't really know about me and Michelle. Like everything's going smooth, but she just gets so mad at me for like little small things. And my dad was like, yeah, man, sometimes I don't know about your mother. <laughs> like I, I asked for advice not to ruin my fucking life for right now. <laughs> It's a good time for the horn. Um, but basically the advice afterwards was like, you know, just don't don't get with girls who kind of have, you know, just like like really easy triggers. Like, especially as a comedian, you can't really date someone like that. And then he said, he said, even if you put your dick in a glory hole, if it feels familiar, just pull it out. Just pull it out quick. And I was like, what did that have to do with anything <laughs> at all? And he tried to spin it too. He was like, oh, I know who you millennials are. You know, he's doing crazy stuff. I was like, no, dad, what the fuck? Like you knew exactly what it's called. If you were like the hole in the bathroom, I'd be like, oh, okay, he doesn't know. But he named it. He said glory hole. My name is Mike. Mike Evans Jr. What a funny set. Yeah. I don't have anything good to say except just not like you're great. I don't mean like I wasn't. My constructivism is only in tags that porn where the husband watches is called cuckolding. C-U-C-K-H-O-L-D. So you might as well be specific. But that's it because it's funny. And that, that you're the guy who shows up in cuck. You're just like walking across the street. Yeah, just like, there's, no, there's this always happens to me. <laughs> how are you the guy? But there, here's my question. Is how much do extras get paid on the porn site? Do you know uh, what right? I mean? Like, there's, there's, a are, bunch of, there's a bunch of people. Just look. You guys watch porn tonight. Just notice the people that like have never been in a scene, but they're just there. So, yeah, sorry. Wait, I, think, I thought you were saying was that you were the husband who like didn't know that she was sleeping with someone else in the porn. Which that's I was like, that's not cuckolding. You like, you want to see it. You get off on it. But I was like, what is this porn where it's like the guy just doesn't know? Like, you're, like, you're like not even in on the sex. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Watching TV in the other room. It's called sneaky. Typically. It's called sneaky porn. If you type in sneaky in any oh. porn browser, you'll just see a bunch of just like fucking oblivious guys <laughs> to what's going on literally behind them or in front of them sorry but yeah, yeah. it's and then i like this idea me. of like Pornhub, the 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 um stuff for holidays or whatever like mlk day and um i was like how can you go farther with that like on mother's day does it have like a picture of your mom <laughs> or like it's columbus day and then they were like no we have to be more pc it's indigenous people yeah. like, change the the logo i don't know i just like that idea thanks yeah 
Suzuki, did you have something to say? Oh no, he's just near the microphone. So I think I've heard this at once before, and the MLK joke is really funny nice. to the point that I'm not. I'm glad I didn't, but I almost wrote. You know when you hear something, you're like, okay, I almost stole your joke, but I didn't. Um, but I think something funny. There's a tagline that I wrote. Feel free if you want to. It's like I had a wet dream because Oh, that's beat. great. Uh, he had a dream. I had a wet dream. Good. That's Thank great. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, that's I'm definitely really gonna use that for sure. <laughs> Um, I actually writ, wrote a very similar joke about Pornhub logos, but yours is funnier, so I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot my other thing. I think I just came up here to compliment you. You're really Thank funny. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yay. Your opening joke. Like the line, we love our children, but we don't like our kids. Yeah. Is, yeah, that's a really good line. Thanks. <laughs> it's true. I, it's, yeah. And regarding the inclusivity of Pornhub, oh, when you mentioned how, no matter how woke or whatever they try to be, they all the, the titles don't necessarily mesh with mm -hmm. the imagery. Mm -hmm. Give us a, a title mm -hmm. that could mm -hmm. work with there, like instead of it just says "chick with dick gets turned into Chinese fist a finger cuff" or something mm -hmm. like that. Like boom, mm -hmm. cool. Ah, oh, definitely, I can definitely list out some names. Hooray for Mike Evans thank Jr. You. Yay! Well, thank you everybody for hanging here for the entire joke workshop. And everybody got comments tonight and everybody had great sets. What a joy. What a wonderment. Tell your friends. Like us on Facebook. Hey, with 16 days left until the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, it's going to be March 1st through 5th. Tell your friends. Get your tickets now before these 30 amazing seats sell out. And uh, stay tuned here on Mutiny Radio. The next show is FTW Forever Two Wheels. Thank you guys again for being here. But good night. Bye. Down in lovers lane, my of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Everybody, listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Sif.
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you 
want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, seven to nine with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, six to eight. Happy hour with guests host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Come in after work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny at mutinyradio.fm it's a great place to listen to crazy things big dogs you gotta fight niggas you sleep outside in your shit it's cold you gotta like every time something breaks in the house you have to maybe get shot first okay that's my bit on dogs um oh. oh I'm also really shitty at my actual jobs so I'm a food delivery guy to techies, the tech offices, and I work at a spin cycling class in the hate, also training techies. So I'm from San Francisco, but I'm literally feeding and making the techies stronger. Like I feel like an asshole. Like I'm in there and it's 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 awful. Both my bosses want to fire me though, because I'm really shitty as an employee. I show up 30 minutes late to work every day, but they think I'm funny, so it, it all works out. Um, Working at a spin cycling class is a little tough for me too because I watch a lot of gym porn and in gym porn, it's the same setting like at work, but they fuck each other. And that's totally not what happens at the place that I work, but I'm waiting, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. Um. The reason I'm a shitty employee is because uh, when you work at a shitty job, your boss cares about the job way more than you care about the job. And I didn't realize that. I thought everybody was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. We're feeding techies. Like, why does anybody even care? It's not like they're like going starving or anything. Like, I, I don't know. I drop meals and shit for, you know, for pride. All right. With everything going on in the world, like this thunderstorm outside, I've been trying to get a grasp on like people's perceptions. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about like Trump and shit? With old people, I realize they're all super chill about it. They're all just like, you know, history repeats itself. But what the fuck do I do with that information? What history, should I prepare for slavery? Like, I don't, that's not, it's not helpful for our next generation. And I get jealous of kids younger than me because 
their whole perception they don't have to give a fuck they just know shit's bad that's all they can do is just keep watching cartoons and not to fight about it but my age just graduated college the black panthers fucking hella activists in general for like, anti-war have all been my age so it's literally our responsibility so that's fucking terrifying this shit right here could happen every day for the rest of our lives because the adults fucked it up all right my name is mike mike evans jr part confessional part blah 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 I love it. I think you just need to keep calling back to the opportunistic thing. I think with the little dogs, like you could easily throw in a, but you get to fuck bitches. You know, they go back to the being opportunistic, being like, I'm not, I'm an, you know, my sex life is opportunistic. If I'm a dog sleeping in the bed, oh, you know, I'm going to get in between those titties. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to snuggle on down by your, I'm going to get in your pussy. I'm going to get my, like, just be silly with it. But I feel like that whole, you like being a dog, you can bring it back to opportunistic sex with you know women <laughs> but there was another point where you could call back to it again i think it was getting we were getting fucked by something and you're like like something about trump and getting fucked and then you're like well i'm but i'm opportunistic uh, oh I know, yeah that, the re- fuck the republican right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I love the bit, I love the end bit uh, about how history repeats itself. So you can take that and you can extrapolate and say, I'm young enough that I'm going to have to be dealing with Mars Nazis now. Right? <laughs> right. But then call back to what Pam was talking about. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to kick her out of the bed. Right. right. So, like, I, I'll, I'll fuck alien, Mars Nazi. Alien, uh, alien bitch. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Run!
Hey, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here. I'm giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. 
Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken, sci-fi, comedy, non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew.
open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Uh, people now are very to the point. Like you can get everything on apps, like dicks. Uh, it's it's crazy. Like literally, you can um, you can go on Tinder. You can go on anything. Uh, you can have your weed, your groceries, and two penises delivered to your house at the same time if that's what you want. Uh, it's still sort of a trip to me. Uh, sometimes I get mixed up and I don't know who's who. <laughs> So I'm flashing my robe to my door dasher, which is really embarrassing because half the time they end up being my neighbors. Uh, another thing that I'm really kind of getting used to is dick pictures. Like these new young motherfuckers are very direct and to the point. Like back when I was younger in my early dating days, we had to get on a computer, wait for it to dial up and then do shit like ASL to people like go on the internet and like talk to people. We actually had to learn how to chat. We had to ask things like what was their age? What was their sex? What was their location? And uh, feign some sort of like interest before anybody gets around to sending pictures and which of course takes 20 minutes to download if you're on a dial up modem, which is crazy. And now these kids just text you a picture of their dick. Like, here you go. Here's my dick. Uh, and I'm not mad at that. Honestly, I'm a 30. Listen, I'm a 36 year old single mother. Most of the things that people want to send to me are things like past due notices, progress reports, fucking who to vote for. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of ridiculous. And I, so when somebody wants to send me a picture of their dick and it's not for a medical reason, honestly, I'm just like, yeah, show me that dick. Show me that dick. I'm not afraid of your dick. Give me some dick. Um, but something I've realized about dick pictures is that maybe it's just me being older. Maybe I have more of an appreciation for art. I feel like people could afford to be a little bit more thoughtful about the things that they put, you know, putting some effort into their dick pictures. Like, God, I don't want to, I don't want to see a dick picture with your crusty ass fucking hobbit ass feet in the background. Uh, and don't get me started on the motherfuckers that do this wearing some fucking Tevas. Like, really? What century is this? Seriously? Uh, and then there's also the people that show a picture of their dick with things like 
toys scattered on the ground, like children's toys scattered on the ground, like jump ropes or uh, like extension cords, oil stains. Like, are you pulling out your dick at a daycare or a fucking garage? Like, what the fuck? Uh, one thing that I had recently, which I thought was sort of special, was a guy who actually sent me a picture of his dick against the. It was it was obviously taken from an office building in downtown San Francisco, and it had the Salesforce Tower building in the background. Um, if you're not familiar with it, Salesforce the Salesforce Tower is one of the largest buildings uh, that's basically disrupting the, I guess, the skyline of the existing San Francisco downtown as it is. I personally thought that was pretty brave to have your dick with the biggest fucking phallic symbol in San Francisco as your background. Like, seriously, that thing makes the Coit Tower look like a skinny-ass, short little fucking chode. Uh, but the bigger issue was the fact that I, too, can see the Salesforce Tower from my office building, so now I've got to figure out which one of my coworkers is secretly showing me their dick. Um... Something else I discovered, um, so another thing about myself that I should mention is I'm also a sex educator here in San Francisco. Uh, it's, I want to say that it is a honorable profession, but really 90% of the time I spend telling people what they can and can't put in their ass. Like fists, absolutely. Peanut butter jars, not so much. I've actually seen x-rays of people that have like beer bottles in their ass and I look at it and I'm just like, oh, Corona? If, if you're going to put a beer bottle in your fucking ass, at least have some respect and put an IPA or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like racer, Lagunitas, like that's how I know you go hoard. You know what I mean? In the paint. Um, uh, as you've probably, I also, I also talk to people and my students, I talk to them about pornography. I'm responsible for putting together a four panel montage of porn called Fuckapalooza. That shit makes two girls, one cup look like a fucking cooking video. It's ridiculous. I love porn. It's so awesome to be able to say that I watch porn for educational purposes is the biggest cop out in the world. And I take advantage of it every fucking second I can, uh, as you've probably figured out, I don't teach sex ed to kids, uh, not for any moral reasons or anything like that, but more so, um, 12 year olds all have iPads and iPhones at this point. And seriously, if they're not smart enough to open up, uh, Pornhub or like or bang bus and figure out how to do it themselves honestly they deserve to get chlamydia uh, one of the other things that I enjoy about being a sex educator is the potential for self-growth and self-discovery and something that I've discovered in my several years as a sex educator is that I like BDSM I'm into very rough sex you guys into that shit I fucking love rough sex like uh, I want to feel that shit you know what I'm saying like you want to make love get a girlfriend mama's trying to fuck mama's trying to fuck i got some shit to do afterwards like yeah and it's just um if you haven't figured out by my um athletic physique i'm not a huge fan of having to engage in physical activity without incentives so uh i want to feel that shit like when i have sex with somebody i i want to feel like i went through some shit to get there like i want to like i like the slapping i like the hitting i like the pinching i like the grabbing and the hair pulling and the uh, i want to feel like sharkisha's opponent i want to feel like i did crossfit like i hiked mount kilimanjaro like i did soul cycle like i'm from hayward so i want to feel like i ran from the cops and lost i want to feel like i did a American fucking ninja warrior. Like, if I can't call my mom afterwards and ask her for some illegal Filipino painkillers, to me, as, I'm far, as far as I'm concerned, it's not real. But I do have limitations. I mean, let's, let's be honest. If you choke me in bed and the sex lasts for less than five minutes, I'm calling the cops. 
you did not come, you did not need to come up in my room in my house and assault me for no reason. Just ridiculous. So uh, one of the other things that I've discovered uh, to circle it back to uh, how I've been finding people to fuck, um, is Tinder. Like that, that thing is such a trip. Like I realize I have a type. I really do have a type. I like, I like big, like, I like bigger guys. You know what I'm saying? I like like dad bods. Like I like dad bods. I like fucking jeans, flannels, beards, like fucking the over-exaggerated douchebag mutton chop fucking facial things. Like half of my Tinder matches look like a cross between Seth Rogen and Ron Swanson. Like if we were watching, if 20, if 21 Jump Street were real, I would probably push aside Ch Channing Tatum to get to Jonah Hill. Like I will sit on his fucking face. He doesn't have to say shit. I think I'm comedian enough for both of us. That's a bold ass statement. That's a bold ass statement. I said that shit on the air. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I like I like big guys and I like lumberjack looking motherfuckers. So I was particularly excited. Like I really like beards. Like I was really excited for one guy because one, like I said, he looked he looked like a lumberjack. Like he fit in with my lumberjack steez, like the brawny paper towel guy. Like he looked like he would just come like come over and chop down a tree and fuck me on the stump with a with a PBR bottle in one hand and a turkey leg in the other. And then at the end, he'll, he'll pull a Confederate flag out of his beard and throw it at me and tell me to clean myself up. It's my fantasy. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. So tell me why the motherfucker that showed up at my house, he didn't look like no lumberjack. He looked like Professor Snape from Harry Potter in his 25th trimester of pregnancy. And at that point, I have like really big moral dilemmas because, you know, on one hand, I... I like big guys, but I, I also I also don't want to fat shame, but that's sort of what this is. Like he's he was huge. Like there's a difference between dad bods. There's a difference between dad bods and bitch tits. Like there's a significant difference between saying that you fucked Kevin James from Queen of, from King of Queens and fucking Big Pun. Like there's just a huge fucking difference. Like I like burritos, I just don't want to eat 20 of them at once, you know what I mean? So, but he was already in my house and mama needed to get some, so I was like let's let's get to it. And I tried to get on top of him which was more entertaining than actually sexual it was like trying to mount a bucket like it was trying to mount a bull if the bull was suge knight like i couldn't get on top i couldn't do anything couldn't get anywhere so after a few minutes of that struggle i said you know what let's start slow let's try something different let's do oral this fool looks me right in my eyes and says i don't need pussy brother was close to 300 pounds like if you don't eat pussy that's the only thing you don't eat and then he said he had to be on top because he had back problems. You know, when a girl is on top of you and she's grinding away and you got titties in your face, in my fantasy, they usually smell like a uh, Victoria's Secret love spell or Bath and Body Works vanilla brown sugar. Like, yeah, I, I, I go to a lot of strip clubs. Like, it's, it's my fantasy. I love titties, but it's different when the titties belong to a guy and you're hella insecure because now they're sort of bigger and rounder than yours. And you also don't want to open your mouth because you don't know if what you're going to get is their nipple or sweat or fucking lactation it was terrible but again like i said i'm a sex educator i wanted to be i wanted to say something useful i wanted i wanted the guy to leave my house having learned something new about himself so right before i kicked him out i said you know what this isn't going to pan out but from one triple d cup to another i think we found the source of your back problems i've been ivy guys thank you y'all give it up for ivy oh my god that was fucking amazing great job ivy so that's ivy cordova
and me and her have been becoming comedy friends for at least like six months to a year now and we go to weird places and do weird things and that was fucking amazing i think i need a dap on that because i think you murdered the fucking mic everybody who's in their car right now or going anywhere they're like wow that was fucking great so and if you uh will get your information at the end just in case you guys want to book her because i know you guys would want to hear that so i think we kind of need to talk about some sex now that like you're a sex educator as well as we just had like a whole bunch of kinky situations and i do want to say as a bisexual um titties do not smell like what you're thinking of right they are almost like a ball sack oh no like almost like a ball sack but they got way more wind so they're way more aired out but they end up i i have i have been with some women that you're like bitch go take a shower right and they have to wipe the under the under tits yeah. is like you hit like a mark like vagina like once it's like a uh, uh, a 24 uh, uh, hour you uh, might be a 12 hour bitch you might be a 24 hour bitch you might be oh i'm fresh to, like a daisy and i could do 48 hours if that's the case you're super lucky you know? but titties smell really weird right no like i sometimes like sometimes when i'm about to get down with somebody like, oh wait 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 hold on wait 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 okay say it again testing testing say it again. okay yeah titties go ahead titties yeah, yeah. no no yeah when I'm you're good? about to get down with somebody okay. go ahead. <laughs> when i'm about to get down with somebody like sometimes i do a smell check titties. you know what i mean like i you never know what they're going to put in their mouth first right like right. people aren't always super predictable so like i always i always this is maybe this is maybe ocd of me I always have like wipes in my bag. I always have like something that smells good, whether that's like a spray or something for my hair, like something that I can like some oil that I can use because you never know. Like I don't want somebody's one time memory of me to be like the underside, the underside of somebody's like fucking ball sack, except on their chest. Is my mic on? Y'all hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah your you can mic hear me. is on. See, I, I really appreciate that Ivy because uh, as a man, and it's nothing worse than getting under titty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Getting under titty from an over chick. You know what I mean? It's nothing worse than that. You know what I'm saying? And over meaning she's over funky. You know what I mean? It's nothing worse than that. So the fact that you carry wipes around and you're conscious of keeping the underness good, your overness is going to be abundant. <laughs> Abundant is an amazing word. Right? Yes. Yes. No, titties get stinky. I learned that one at the library. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's like you guys are lucky to have that that penis to sticks out, but at the same time, you're not. Just like yeah. the vagina, the balls also just sit there in hot muffiness and mm-hmm. in between the legs for a long period of time. And if you can imagine, like. <laughs> <laughs> like as I mean the only thing different is is that we do not like sit on our balls occasionally. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's really the only difference other than that every once in a while all of us have that oh what is that what right? the fuck like, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole tea bag. Yeah, we got the tea bag and we like the tea bag, but you know when you first get the tea bag out the thing it's all fun and it's all fresh and you dip it into the hot water and it's good, but then once you're done dip, doing so much dipping it's like a sad sack. 
sad shit. It sits like cold and wrinkled on your fucking countertop. Exactly. Sometimes it explodes. Hell yeah. It's awesome, sad kablooey just mm. laying out there. They're not always the same size either. That almost makes sense. That almost makes sense. So now, okay, both of you guys are single. You're a married single. How the fuck are you really a married single? Like, are you married? Like, you have a wife? No, I'm married. I have a wife. I have another wife, and I have another wife. Oh, okay, like that. And <laughs> yeah. do, they, do they all know about each other? I have four wives, and they all know about each other. Damn, like that. Absolutely. Okay. Are they in other countries? No, they're all in this country. That's tight. Do they Amazingly. all like get together like on like a polyamorous thing? Like you should have seen Thanksgiving. Did everybody get together? Yeah, we all got together. Shut it was. Beautiful. Are you being fucking for real with me right now? No. Like, don't lie to me. I'm gullible. I'm hella gullible. <laughs> Because you're looking at me straight in the eyes and you're like, keeping a straight beautiful. ass face. Like, how is like, that possible? So you have like three wives, like legitly. No, four, four wives. Four wives. I'm four. thinking about like bigamy laws and shit like that. Like, how are you? See, I mean, that's the problem. I'm, not, I'm sure you're not married to all of them, but they're all like part no, of your I'm team. I'm married to all of them, all four of them. Legally in this country, married to all of them? Yes. See, the problem is people overthink things sometimes. Life is really simple. You just have to really enjoy it. It's too short. You just have to enjoy it. And so when you have people that are on the same right wavelength as you, right there. you know that's what I'm tricky saying? right there. That's tricky right yeah. there. I'm just going to jump in. That's tricky. Yeah. I'm going to let you finish, but that's tricky. That's a real nigga saying that, oh, life is simple. You just got to keep it simple. Here's my other bitch. Here's my other bitch. Here's my other bitch. Keep it's it simple, tricky. bitch. Keep it simple. You get Tuesday. She get Thursday. I'm going to go out and do comedy on Friday. That bitch gets Saturday. I'm doing comedy on Sunday. Like, okay, but go ahead. What you mean is simple? How the fuck is that simple? No, I, I am married, though. I have a beautiful wife. One wife. I told you I have four. Four wives. Four Shut wives. Nigga, up. now you got me. Now you bullshit. Look, I have a beautiful wife. Okay. And three ugly ones. This motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. Is this your one wife and then she has like four different personalities? No. Four different bodies. My beautiful wife is the queen of everything. And you're legally married to her and the other ones are just bitches. See, see, y'all overthinking it. I feel like that's Once again, it. I told y'all what it is, but you overthinking it. So you pay everybody's bills? You be working so, overtime? No, no, we work together. It's a team. Is effort. it all in the same household? It's a team effort. All in the same household? It's a team effort. So who's, sh- whose name is the bills under? Everybody. See, y'all overthinking it. <laughs> See, that's the kid's see, job right the there. You y'all y'all making Ray, it all too you complicated. You gotta put Ray Kwan on there because that nigga ain't got no credit yet. Put him on that direct TV bill. It, exactly. You see, know? the way my credit is set up, I can't really, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't really go into all of that. See, when you have a sub 300 score, damn, it's, 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 it's hard to have a whore. You know what I mean? So, so I have wives. Okay, you know okay. I mean? yeah, got, so, it, got, so, it, got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not gonna act like I would never. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I would never do sexual favors with somebody from like Equifax or. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? People out here like talking about Harvey Weinstein did this and that. You know, I get it on one hand, but it's just like, what about for shit that matters, like a credit score? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, right? I, will, I will suck everyone's dick at Sally May. Just get rid of my fucking student you, loans, blood. Like you know what I'm saying? You on that? I won't suck no dick, but I'm just saying though. You know what I'm saying? That's legit. But you know, but, but but that's real shit though. It's like people get so hung up overthinking shit. You know what I mean? And people don't realize. I mean, I lost my virginity to Betty White, and all these people complaining about who molested them and all this shit. Do, do you hear my name out there talking about Betty White? 
You know what I'm saying? She used to take me to Applebee's and everything. You know what I'm saying? I had my first Applebee's meal with Betty White. Do you hear me out there complaining, putting her name out there like that? Hell no. Yeah. And then when, she, when I grew up, when I grew up, when I grew up and realized what Betty White did for me, I called her up and I said, you know what? Thank you for being a friend. You stupid. You stupid. That's a good one. That's you stupid. <laughs> That shit was hella corny, but I had to do Thank it, though. Thank you for being a friend. Boom, 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 boom. Travel down the road and back again. Boom, 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 boom. Your heart is True. pure. You're and a pal and a confidant. Thank you for being a That's friend. It. And if I threw a party, dun, dun, invited dun. everyone I knew. I don't know all the lyrics. You and from me and the card attached would say thank you for being a friend oh my god we're not even late yet you i can't even watch funny. golden girls the same like everybody else shut up betty white changed obviously this nigga lying oh my god you hey. funny you happy though you was like what buddy white did for hey. me i was like Oh, that's that's, so that's why you know what I'm saying she that's, was hot back in her day too, right? Betty, she's why? still she's still bankable. Everybody would still do her. Who, you know see, who I would do is but Joe see, Biden. You, Joe I won't Biden. bang her in the Young same fuck. sense that everybody thinks though. I bang her like from the side because that's where all of me at now. You know, what like I'm in her like in her roles. Yeah, her under her under real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's that's where you know got that underfold. Yeah, she got like one on the left side of her rib, the third rib. I'm sure she'd be extra soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever had like head from a girl with no teeth? I have not, no. but I heard it's amazing. <coughs> my, I know. My no, I'm good. Thank you. I just my cousin. To ask my that. cousin. Um, not my cousin. It's a dude I call my cousin. I kind of grew up with him on the streets, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like when you grow up on the streets of Oakland, and y'all both witness a murder, y'all cousins. You know what I'm saying? That's how it go. <laughs> if you're so dope or witness a murder, you cousins now. Right, you know? yeah, right, That's how right. it go. Family. It's, exactly. And you do everything just like blood cousins except send them shit when they go to jail. Don't put right. nothing on their books. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, man, you ain't my cousin. Then fuck you. <laughs> That's when you just back off. But, you know. But, uh, but yeah. You know, it, he told me, you know, it went down like that. Okay. And it was a chick with no teeth. That's what's up. Yeah, but see, I got Betty wife before all the teeth was gone. Okay, okay. So I don't know what that's like. Yeah, okay, it was, it okay. Was before, before dentures and implants and shit. Before all that. Wow. See, so how young then, are you? I am 59. <laughs> 59 years old. Wow, I'm 52. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just joking. I'm 61. I'm 61. I know, I know. 61. You yeah. look about 59. Yeah. You look you look good for 61. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> you moisturize. Yeah. This nigga lying all day, okay? It's that, it's that, but y'all motherfuckers that really want to know, this nigga like 30, 36. 36. I think we said 37 outside of. I appreciate that. Thank you. Did we say 37 I outside of the. Yeah, hot was dogs. It the last, the last thing we was at on was a Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, Ace Boom Comedy. Ace Boom Thirsty Comedy, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. I'll be there next week. I'm so excited. Next week. That's right. Yeah, I'll that's be gonna right. Be there next week. See, and you guys heard her tear it up on the mic right now. If you guys want to see, like, I'm telling you, you guys got to start going to some local comedy I'm spots, some local music spots. Unfortunately, there are 6,500 of us bacon people, and not everybody deserves that title. We got to stop. Talk. We got to start, you know, letting everybody in the club because they, some of 
people are giving us a bad name let's keep it real they make it real hard for us i already told you know a couple of them like and they're like why are you being so mean to some of these people and i'm like i'm not being mean i'm being realistic i'm just letting this uh person know that like nobody likes her set you guys are trying to be nice at awkward open mics because you want them to go up like what's the point like exactly. when we go to a real big audition and he's the first in line and you're the last one in line you can't get in mm -mm. because you're the last in line you are really going to resent the fact that you welcome this motherfucker to the club and he's at the beginning of the line Ooh, exactly yeah. and and then you walk no out talk. the audition and everybody did a good audition except for that motherfucker so you're yeah. like god damn it why are you in my spot wasted everybody's time you're wasting my time i got a 73 dollar ticket for this shit exactly when i started you had to earn your way in mm -hmm. and i'm i'm still new in the game but you got to earn your way in first of all you got to hope somebody puts you on to get your first three to five minutes yeah and if you kill yeah then you get invited back and then you get invited back to another show and then after that then you start expanding yep yep but these cats be coming up here on open mics and all of a sudden they're a comedian right uh -uh. i hate that shit nah yeah. nah i think i think that's the reason why i like ivy so much is because i think we've connected on a level that's not money okay mm -hmm. i've seen way too many females that females and males that are not that fucking good quite frankly Seriously. that want the first question is how much does this pay yeah and you're like not a goddamn thing bitch exactly. i am giving you time can you or can you not make it because the show may or may not make money but what i'm doing is advertising and giving people life and i'm advertising myself so i can eventually come into a movie just like you want to advertise yourself so you can eventually come into a movie like all these little shows we go to ivy she she knows okay Okay, so now let's get to Ivy. Okay, so Ivy, you are in Go school. Uh, you you work full time yep. and you're a mother. Yes. And you go to so many comedy shows. Yeah, I do. Like for yourself and supporting other people. And on the drop of the dime, if you say, Ivy, I need help with my eyebrows, will you meet me at Sephora? You go, Yay! I'll be there in 20 minutes. Yeah. She sound like one of my wives. Dude, Damn. she's fucking amazing. So You're too kind, dude. You're way too fucking kind. Seriously, like, no. Like you're you're OG and that's exactly why you're taking the steps up and that's that's real talk you know like i've had a lot of humbling things happen over the years like uh I don't think a lot of people know this. Uh, I think I've said this maybe on my Facebook once or twice, but uh, the first time I picked up a mic was actually 2006. So this is like years ago before I even knew about bacon, obviously before Facebook was a thing. And really the way that I got started was uh, I started out in theater. I was a theater kid mm -hmm. and a guy that was a, a comedian who was actually in that theater community, he ran a workshop. And so from there, a bunch of us that took that workshop then were released out into the wild to become like stand up comics. Mm. You know, some of us were more successful than others. Uh -huh. I got pregnant after like six months. So yeah, I was just like, uh, okay, was that, well, was that lumberjack dude? <laughs> no, not a lumberjack dude. She's wearing a lumberjack shirt. Know, Notice that? Right? Like, no, she looks like the brawny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. And you know, he is like, he ordered a mail order bride right there. He's like, you wear what I wear, bitch right exactly. now. Like, boom, boom, yeah. I'm, putting, I'm putting out into the world what I want to receive. Hey, that's and right. I'm putting, I'm putting out. I'm serving I'm serving fucking lumberjack stees because yeah. I'd like lumberjacks to serve their stees into me. Um and so where was I calling? Aisha motivation. Hey, you know, for real, for real. See, it's contagious. It is. You gotta you gotta motivate people around you. You know, and, and unfortunately sometimes people are motivated in different kind of ways. Uh and with being motivated in different kind of ways, 
sometimes you're nice sometimes you're mean sometimes you're you just motivate so although like i motivate like and put out energy to you guys in different ways other people hear my motivation in different ways like for example when i say hey you know if you hear ever hear me say something negative it's not technically that i'm trying to say negative things i'm trying to get over negative things and beyond that saw level completely like i see myself meditating on the beach working out on the beach like just like having an amazing amazing just like journey into the world but sometimes you meet cats that do the same set over and over and over and never embellish never develop never change uh -huh. and you eventually find the same crowd and the same crowd is not laughing technically at you mm -hmm. right or they're laughing like with each other because they're snapchatting it word for word and they're mm -hmm. enjoying each other's laughter and you're not funny but you're not seeing it out there so at times i had said things you know to some guys that actually they would make me go last because the crowd would leave when I left. So they would get pissed off that I would get there three hours later, go on right away when the comedy started and then the crowd would leave. So they would automatically get pissed off at that. So then they were like, okay, fine. We'll make Aisha go last. So they would make me go last and the crowd would be like 30, 40, you know, these are local teens and stuff that are like waiting for me, mm -hmm. waiting for my fucking honesty, mm -hmm. what it really is. They need that. And exactly. I would get up there and I would motivate. I'd be like, you guys, whatever you guys want to do, you know, like you could totally do it you over there you got a great voice i need you to bring that shit out a little bit more how you sound in the shower in the car i need you to bring that out to us next time uh -huh. you know and i'd go up there and give them a minute of motivation and then uh and then like start into my story or whatever the case was or i would do that at the end usually uh -huh. either way these guys would get up this like group of five or six comedians would get up and they would leave as soon as i got on the mic uh -huh. and i'd be like oh you're welcome for me going last for these motherfuckers to stay for me exactly. and they'd be like yeah yeah we stayed for you and, da -da -da, and then and then i'd be like that's okay i want you guys to know that you guys set sucks nobody's laughing at you come back with a better set next week maybe we'll really laugh at something and i would really like tear them up and like i would fucking i would tear them up as they're walking out and i'd be like what you say motherfucker i'd just be like talking shit mm -hmm. and and my world i would literally go right back to talking to these guys and i'd be like hey guys you already know i'm trying to motivate them exactly. <laughs> you Motivation. know they you know they yeah. do the stupidest shit and they need to come up with better shit and you know they have a star within them but they just need to come up with some new shit and yeah. we're comedians and we should be able to find things and, and everything that were funny and i'd go back on in the motivation and how you can inspire and different kind of ways and everything and all these guys steady hate me forever 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 but when they get up on the mic they do different things exactly because the thing is it's like only an insecure motherfucker can hear some criticism and go get butthurt like that yeah. right you know what exactly I mean? it's like if you're secure within yourself you can always you're open to criticism you want to get feedback from whoever especially one of your peers you know what i mean or somebody that's been in the game longer than you yeah you know i'm open to learning from anybody anything in life you know if it's a, somebody is 10 years younger than me you know what i mean somebody like 40 years old 45 years old you know what i mean i can learn something from them just like i learned something from betty white when i was you know Shut 17 stupid. you know what i'm saying <laughs> Nigga, we want to get to know you not your lies you know get, what i mean get it's that all good. shit 
Yeah, shout out to my wife, Kelly. Hey, hey what's up, Kelly. girl? I hear you out there. Kelly Rowland. <laughs> hey, 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 is that what we talking about? She's like, oh, lover. She's, no. hot. She's hot, though. She's hot. <laughs> I, I mean, I think people people get motivated by different... I think one of the things that people... Uh, something I've noticed in between when I first started comedy like 10 years ago and then when I came back, like a couple, maybe like a year or two ago. Like, I literally... I didn't come back until my kid was... How, he's going to be 10. So, yeah, like seven or eight. I didn't come back. Like, I literally was like... I have no time to do this mm-hmm. and I wouldn't I, I want I, like, I don't want to come back until I can go into it the way that I that I would have done it at 26 like I would have gone hard so I mean you see me now going hard right yeah. but like something that I noticed that's you know maybe it was happening back then and maybe I just didn't notice it because I've never really tried to put myself out in that mix is that I think people get so caught up in appearing to do well and what they think they look like to other people rather than what they should be focusing on, which is basically stay low and build. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I think, you know, like I know that there were a lot of people around me back then that, you know, they, they want, I mean, understandably they want to put themselves out there. They want to make a name for themselves, but it's crazy because you had people that were in the comedy game, like, all of two months and all of a sudden like I gotta create a fan page for myself like what really right. like, like you've gone to like 10 open mics like uh, how are you gonna call yourself a real comedian like right. I did not feel I'll tell you guys this right now like I did not feel comfortable referring to myself as a comedian for years because I'm like no a comedian that's Margaret Cho that's Dave Chappelle that's Chris Rock you know what I mean that's that's, that's real shit it's only been in maybe the last couple of years where I felt comfortable when people would introduce me as that's Ivy that's the comedian like mm-hmm I guess I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean. I I stopped. I stopped being like weird about it. I'm just like you know what. This is what I. This is one of the things I want to do with my life. So you embrace it. Bring it. Bring it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, but when when we say go hard, guys, I don't know how any of you guys, if you guys really know at home, because like I said, there's 6,500 of the comedians, but not everybody listening is a comedian. So when we say go hard, we mean it's fucking expensive expensive it's rough it's rough it's expensive like it's it's like we're trying to achieve our dream of becoming a comedian and with becoming a a comedian is a branch of things which is the actress in movies you know um newscasters radio shows there's you know sex therapists sex therapists voiceovers like there's a million branch out things that we want to become from this comedian and there's a lot of people that we hit mics with that were like you're not doing this for those reasons you don't see the oracle arena full of people you don't see that you don't have that passion in you why are you wasting everybody's time you're up here fooling around wasting this eight minutes i could be home with my kid eight minutes sooner which i don't have a kid that's what ivy or anybody probably say (laughs) exactly you know so some of these cats are a waste of fucking time and when it comes down to that it's not only that they're a waste of time for like us as comedians to listen but as the regular people you guys are going out to see these shows and you see this jacked up ass bullshit cat that doesn't have the visions that we have Mm -hmm. where we want all these branched out things from this they don't have that particular vision they're just doing this to have fun or just to whatever they're just doing it to jack around or because everybody else is fucking doing it all of a sudden you meet somebody you've been doing it for years and they're like I've been thinking about doing comedy for years I Uh, fucking hate you know and it's like that's great oh you're a comedian I'm funny too Let me tell you something And then they come With some bullshit It's so stupid Or you a comedian Tell me a joke right now Be 
be funny. Say something funny. Say something funny. It's so fucking stupid. You know what I always think of whenever somebody comes at me with that? I always think back to that uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode where he tries where he tries to like step up to um, what's his friend DL Hewley like he tries to go up at the club and he ends up making a fucking fool of himself. Exactly. And it's just like that's I mean I, I'm, I clearly grew up in the 90s but like that's the one I'm thing serious. that goes through my mind every time right I'm, uh, I fucked this lady up one time um, I was promoting my show uh-huh. and I was over at this one club I won't say the club's name because they're regulars over there but I was like um, inviting them to the show it's like uh-huh. hey you know and one of the ladies was like um, um, you're, you're a comedian you gotta say something funny before I come to your show and I say for real what do you do for a living she said I'm a real estate broker I say for real why don't you close a deal right now <laughs> sell a house for me right now <laughs> and then her friend looked at it and said oh he got you girl I was like, I was like hold on you know that's, that's not how it works I don't just bust out telling uh-uh. jokes for free you come check out my show uh-uh, yep, you know? yep, yep. and I end up making her laugh later on anyway because I was just in a laughing mood but it don't work like that I don't work bust like out that. on the spot tap dancing for you right oh funny girl funny fuck. boy make me laugh like exactly. that's not how it works okay. like bitch you can't close a house right now bitch <laughs> right? for me right now you can't give me a loan right? you a loan broker why don't you close me a loan right now Right. You can't do it. I can't tell you a joke right now. Right. Here's the thing about comedians. Like, uh, I, th- you know, I think I can't speak for everybody, but I know that as far as who I am on stage versus who I am off stage, I feel completely like different. Completely, completely different, completely different. different. Mm-hmm. Like, I think some people, some people that meet me, you know, expect me to be like super outgoing, talking about like intense and, yeah, all day, really just intense, dick like, in my mouth. Just, just want to, I want to bite it. Like I, you know, like, <laughs> They asked me to sign their titty, and instead, like I put like fucking teeth marks, teeth marks in it. Like, <laughs> but no, you I'll know, I sign a titty. I, I mean, I am that way around I'm certain people. For that day. But it's just like with people I don't know. Like I'm super, I'm super like, Nipples. I'm super like introverted. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like just chill. And it's weird that people. <laughs> I try. <laughs> and it's weird that people don't make that distinction between the person they see on stage and like I don't like not that you know I don't I don't know if I'll ever achieve this level of fame, but I can sort of see why people don't like meet and greets i can see why it's exhausting to them because they have to always be on and it's so exhausting to fucking be on if that's not how the fuck you actually act right right yeah exactly no that's true that's why they do cocaine in hollywood oh my god yeah they do right Mm -hmm. yeah they start cocaine off the nipples and booties and booty holes you know what i'm saying that's how the girls take it in the ass make it easier exactly that's all they want is the gay sex in hollywood but they want to pretend like they're not gay so they'll fuck a woman in the ass Mm -hmm. exactly Exactly. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. my ex was. Mm-hmm. Fucking sucks. Exactly. Every time I turn around and touch my booty hole, nigga, what you touching my butt for? <laughs> I'm sorry, he's not a nigga too. That's just my word. I like to say nigga, but he is a white boy. Okay, most white boys will generally touch your booty. Hey, that's a white niggas too, man. For real. There's, they, he was a nigga. Mm-hmm. And you know, actually, he said that uh, the ER word a couple of times. Uh oh. Oh, he got slapped. Uh oh. He got slapped. I'm my just, eyes go hella wide just now. Wow, yeah, Ivy's wide. <laughs> right. <laughs> they turn around. They turn around. <laughs> I was like, what is that? With a hard R? Hell With no. a hard R. Ugh. Like, Ooh. you're acting like a, uh, you're like, your heart drops. You don't know what to do. Like That's this because is, he wanted that hard dick. That's Dude, why. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But no, he said it to me. Mm-hmm. To me. So Ooh. that's why he got to slap. Ooh. And that's why, you know, some of my sets, I'd be like, I'm not afraid of domestic violence. Like mm-hmm. I was going to say, you stabbed him, right? I'm not a cop collar. Ain't nobody getting no domestic violence. Violence over here. Yeah, I'm feeling a body slam. Yo, ask you what you want to wrestle, nigga. You want to wrestle? Exactly. Call me what you want.
want to call me, you will call me Porch Monkey. I'm getting to get you right now. About to get dipped on your neck, right? Man, fuck, a, fuck a gun, dude. I think dude. people should learn how to fucking just That'd fist be fight. Great, right? Thank you, thank you. That's we what I've always said. I mean, it's fight. not like it's not like I, it's not like I've never shot a gun before in my life. Like I used to go, like I had a I have a girlfriend who's um she's from LA. Her dad is a her dad used to he's retired now, but he used to work he used to work in corrections. Mm-hmm. And so what we would do on the weekends when we would visit her sometimes uh, is he would take us shooting. Mm-hmm. So I've grown up around guns. Uh, I grew up not with a house that had guns, but like my uncles, they all had guns and things like that. I mean, my dad's like the square of his family, so ain't no guns there, but he had a lot of hammers and shit. Mm-hmm. So, which I realized were also makeshift weapons. And yeah. so we knew where the guns were. We knew not to fuck with them. And it's crazy that you see like all this gun shit happening now, like assault rifles and shit. Like that. I'm just like, whatever happened to people just like getting up the padlocks and the fucking Vaseline and just scrapping in the street? Yeah. We need to bring, to we need to bring that back. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, what know, happened to chicks fighting in the street and, and they windmilling and the titties falling out? What happened to that World shit? World star. Windmill. I want to see some windmill with titties flopping out. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to see. And the dudes, I mean, you so right, Ivy. I mean, mean, because back in the day, if you couldn't fight, you couldn't even hang out with nobody. Nah, you can't. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? Nah, if yeah, you couldn't you fight, you would get your ass whooped every day until you learn how to fight, yeah. and then everybody respects you. Now everybody your friend. Yes. Yep. Back in my day, we are called the Garden Block. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I know it's really silly, but what we would do is we everybody would you would either do it at one person's house or everybody would collectively do it. Now if you're just doing it like at my house, for example, me and my brothers would go get all of our blankets out of the rooms, and we would move all of the furniture out of the front room and set up all the blankets everywhere and it'd be like and he called us the fat crew don't ask me why mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously we're the fat right no but it's fun right so mm-hmm. they would I mean they get a kick out of it too because they like to pick us up so they would me Sasha Sarah Sheree Janae we'd have like four or five Laquita, bitches up in there all, y'all. all them bitches would be, we'd be <laughs> up in there and then they'd ha- he'd have like Ray Bubba Carlos James Burns like Ricky like whoever would be in there and all of a sudden we'd be like you know corner to corner and then we start fighting yeah. and we would like really be wrestling cause you know that's when WWE yeah. was like yeah, yeah, shit yeah, yeah. right uh, fucking yeah. suck it Hulk like Hogan. do you know what the rock is cooking like the Park rock Fem- is the shit yep yep Anybody, real shit. I am so in love with the rock I don't care that's how, my I don't dude. care how that's big my, his dick is that's my dude he ain't even gotta use it ever I just wanna live coexisting with, with him and just rub his body with you oils you know you He's want him nice. to put some coconut I, oil he, on it and slap it on your face coconut oil all over his body i'll give him bass and rose petals <laughs> he seems nice like love he, his feet he seems amazing he seems dude. like a cool guy i mean what mm. else do you expect though from somebody that was born him. in hayward hey. he's from hayward oh is he yeah, oh, yeah that's he why he's fucking bomb yeah. okay he's right from the bay for sure Shit. Yeah, he's a cool Wikipedia ass dude just to make sure but I, he, Wikipedia, I'm sure right? I haven't met him in person but um i know somebody who did and they say he was a super cool dude he that seems like it you know like super uh, secure mm-hmm. super cool hey don't do it don't do it no ignore it completely all right oh, okay. yeah just completely because honestly with all due respect did you see what time it is it's fucking nine it's like fucking 40 and 50 minutes until we're done talking nah, we could kick it. so like i don't want nobody walking around behind me and shit they'll never hear this because they probably never listen to my show so with all due respect i know your show is next but i don't want you and for all you guys that are at home that don't realize that somebody is knocking at the door trying to get in and i locked that motherfucker exactly. that's what real niggas do they Fuck lock the door 
are yeah. behind them. Because last week I forgot, and we had some stranger dangers just walking in and out of this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody who was supposed to show up in like 40 minutes showed up real early and kind of like killed the vibe. So if y'all heard the show last week at some certain point in time around like 9, 10 or so. Ooh, Hayward, yep. Mm-hmm. Hayward, California. Hayward, What's up, yeah. Dwayne? <laughs> Dwayne DeRock Johnson, me and Ivy and Boone are trying to be up in your next movie. Yes, for sure. It's going to be off the chain. Can't you guys see it? Can't you guys like... I can see it. I can see it. Like, I, I can't I can wait to be up there. Look. And with Hollywood falling apart, I hope Dwayne, Kevin, all you motherfuckers that's really in the spotlight, I hope you guys ain't had nothing to do with that. I hope y'all ain't going to go down like that. But if you do, I'm ready to take your place. Dwayne, come to the bay and snatch up Aisha, Ivy, uh. and Boone and put us on. Because Boone, he's a he's very flexible and uh, got a huge range. I could, I'm a black, Latino, oh Arab, uh, heterosexual, uh, he could sing. Uh, uh, oh my God! What was that? And, and I can speak what? Chinese. Can you really speak Chinese? Yeah, I'm fluent in English, Because you English, were lying Spanish, to us like a motherfucker Chinese. earlier, so I want you to... Mandarin. Tell me some Mandarin. Tell me how much you want this pussy. Ni hao ma shang tang tang. You fucking lie. Tang ting pjow. Ni hao is Cantonese. Ni hao ma. Mandarin. Ni hao is Cantonese, but ni hao ma is Mandarin. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Rock, if you're listening. Dude. See, you see that? And then I even know a little bit of Arabic. Kev Halak. Shukran. Kev Halak Meshlak. That's, you know, that means, um, how are you? Please give me a record deal. I be deal. looking at this nigga just in amazement right now. I'm just you know in saying? awe with him right now. I'm and loving I, it. And I'm, and I'm fluent He's, in Spanish also. I'm a Spanish hola, teacher. Como estas? Como estas? Is this tomorrow, Thursday? Hola, mami. Okay, yes, I'll be at that one the 28th, but on the uh, tomorrow I have a show in Fresno. In Fresno? Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow I'm okay. in Santa Cruz. We'll, t- we'll, we'll show yeah, that shit yeah. Like um, Which, by the way, I have a show in Fresno tomorrow. Anybody want tickets, you can hit me up on my Facebook, which spell my name, I-E-S-H-A-B-I-R-D-S-O-N-G, exactly how it sounds, Aisha Birdsong. You gotta get out and see Aisha if you ain't seen her. Thank you. This motherfucker's been blowing my inbox up since she came on my show last month on November the 30th she told that stage up she Thank was you. the star of the show yes. she basically pulled her pants down and peed all over the stage it was a golden shower hour when she was up there she <laughs> told that shit up <laughs> and people you. like when you bringing her back I had some regulars actually hit me up on tickets and they were like yeah we trying to see who gonna come is Aisha gonna be there <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you all but you what you always can do is be like you know what Aisha is busy what we're gonna do is we gonna surprise guests or so y'all gonna have to keep getting tickets and yep. then you never know when she gonna pop up on there and surprise y'all That's cause right, you know I'd be looking like a homeless ass nigga up in there like all incognito and shit I was incognito and shoot, nobody uh, nobody knew who the fuck I was and I'm over there eating and shit just chilling drinking and shit talk, they was talking shit with I'm like what are you just talking shit with them yeah. and then next thing you know you call my name they're like what bitch why you going you going up i'm like yeah that's my cousin he said he was checking you out and before you went on he's like who is this and then you went up there and he said man her outfit everything went with her style and she got on stage everything was just like he was just amazed by you thank you yeah. thank you because he's one dope. of those analytical thinkers so he mm-hmm. analyzes everything like you buy him a oh you talking about that fine ass motherfucker that was one? on me afterwards yeah he was looking tall. like morris chetnas and fucking tay dick oh that's mixed my together. other cousin oh that's, that's so my hot oh my Oh my God! Oh, yeah, that's my real 
Call Korea. me. Yeah. And Which just one? so you guys do know, the, we we do get offered and thrown so much as like this shit is real. For real, we be black. Like, I didn't realize bitches were hell of like into it. Like I guess I really do look like a lesbian ass bitch. And I say, hey, I'm bisexual. I'm down with that shit. So I'll be like, and I would like to watch you two fuck tonight. Like I said it last night at at Ten's event. There was some girls talking. I was like, excuse me. I know you got a big fat ass and shit, but I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Like you know, you know, like I was just like, I was like, can you save that shit for Facebook Messenger? Matter of fact, y'all bitches live together. They were like, yes, we do. I said, motherfucker, what the fuck you doing talking right now? Shut the fuck up. I was like, am I supposed to be like intimidated because y'all some black girls sitting there? You know how I be getting into the race and shit. That's hella funny. Like so, either way, I just be, I just be balls out. It's all good. But Ivy's like the same way too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's for me. I, I really enjoy talking sexual yeah. and talking sexual and being that persona on the stage, like you said, and walking off the stage and really mm-hmm. being like, nah, nigga, I really ain't finna suck your dick like that. For real, exactly. Hey, we ain't finna go to the parking lot, no. <laughs> These was jokes, motherfucker. I ain't really finna pull my dick out like Plus, that, girl. if you, you know? was listening, you would know that I had a type. So there was actually one guy that did this after, this is like I did uh, one of Warhol and Roman's shows. I did that, I, I think, trivia, LOL. Delirium? Right? Delirium. I did delirium. Wow. So there was a guy, and there was a guy in the background. And during one of my sets, uh, this is where I was talking about. I like beards, I like flannel. And he was like, "I got you, girl," or some some stupid shit like that. And I was like, "Gain some fucking weight, and we'll talk." Sit the fuck. I was like, "Sit down, <laughs> sit your ass down." And you know, it was it was cool because he ended up like talking to me after the show and stuff like that. I gave them wrong directions to another theater. Don't you hate <laughs> Wa- that? Welcome to SF, motherfucker. <laughs> did you do that on accident? No. <laughs> Because he he heckled like him and his friends heckled two of the other comedians on there. Not in a they didn't I mean they weren't heckling like boo you suck, but they were being way too interactive. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. weren't letting motherfuckers tell their jokes. And I was just like, nice try, you're not doing that shit to me. Exactly. I was like, gain some fucking weight and we'll talk. Like you gotta be wide exactly. to get on this ride. Exactly. Mm. Gotta be <laughs> wide to get on this ride. I like Fuck that. a skinny hip. So you're dude. talking about like three hundred pounds you like or like two? No, 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 no. I think, I think my I think my happy medium is yeah like my happy medium is how much uh, is this a personal question how much do you weigh i weigh (laughs) i I range anywhere between 212 and 220 right now yeah i think i think maybe happy medium i think i think so you know what's really funny is that when you were describing that out there i don't know if you noticed we were cracking up in here and you know at some certain points times people do talk on the side so you might have been thinking oh are they laughing at something else i wasn't sure are they laughing see exactly but we were laughing because he's wearing a flannel sweater he's wearing jeans he's got the intricate beard um and and the only and he's got the glasses and the only thing is is that he is basically what did we say like you said, the Seth Rogen. Yeah, but black Seth the, black the black Seth, Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so that's what we were talking about. Which I like. like. I'm into that. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you like big girls? I like big girls, and I can't lie, lie. Uh, you other brothers can't deny. You get sprung. Hey, you know what I like? I'm not even gonna lie. Um, now it sucks. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, so here's the illusion of life, right? Like we honestly, 
all of us are probably guilty of it. Like we're in this real world. Like right now, are we, are we really here? Or are we dreaming? Like I dream a lot. I fantasize a lot and I, I visualize a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So in my visualization, so when I'm talking on stage and I'll describe like my fat belly should be fitting groovily perfectly inside of another fat guy's back type, Mm -hmm, type mm -hmm, of thing. mm -hmm. And it's nice and snuggly. Like I don't want to like wrap my arms around him and like, you know, have like room. I want him barely to fit and like have a, have a nice big guy but then again in my visions i'm totally like 140 pounds sexy as fuck mm-hmm. and my dude is like fucking rock hard abs sexy as fuck and we mm-hmm. work out together all the time mm-hmm. we meditate all the time we fucking suck each other up all the time yoga you know what i'm saying all mm-hmm. that crazy shit you know mm-hmm. and like riding a motorcycle with you know his, his sexy half. body oh. mm-hmm. like oh just butt naked and just the boots and just fucking with just the boots like hell yeah are we getting Damn it, where are we going with this? I'm sorry, guys. And and as soon as you wake up, (laughs) then you wake up, you find out it's the Geico lizard. Nigga. <laughs> on, on a motorcycle and a hoverboard. Right. You know, I mean, I could say that we. I could say that I have a type, and it's usually I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's what my eye first catches. But bottom line, like I will be attracted to anybody that wants to fuck me and likes to eat, and isn't yes. like, completely terrible to look at. You know. What hey, I mean? you might get a new girlfriend, Boone. He's just look. He's just loving you right now. <laughs> he's in love with you right now. I swear, he keep looking you up and down. I think he wants to know if you could cook lumpia. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. Hey, she could. I seen her shit. She got some good. I don't know if it's just pictures, but she could fucking cook. cook. That shit looks dope as motherfucker. Lumpia and pancet. Oh god. So I'll be. I'll be honest. I'm not super good at Filipino food. I'm getting there. I'm getting there because I have a high ass standard for Filipino food. Like if it's not my dad's, like I'm just like. "Eh." My mom is even sort of a close second, Mm -hmm. but something that I do like. I I like. I like Italian food, so I cook a lot of Italian food. Uh, Like when brainwash closed down, pour one out for the homie. Oh man, rip brainwash everybody. That was some. Bullshit yeah. right when there. it closed down, I was Man. so sad that I I put my out of office message up. I cried while smoking a bowl, and then I cooked some fucking spaghetti um, spaghetti carbonara mm-hmm. because I was just <laughs> some fucking comfort food up in this bitch, dude. Right? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Seriously. So, that was but yeah, some bullshit right there. That was some. Does anybody know why it closed down? I heard it has something to do with gentrification. Isn't it all gentrification? What the fuck that got to do with that? Now, when you talk about gentrification, like, are you talking about the suits are coming in? Is that what you're saying? Basically, they like put pressure on them to sell out, you know what I mean, and all that. And then, you know, uh, it's kind of like, you know, they put the little finger up in there and then they kept pushing it and they were like, okay, okay, you sell it. That's what I heard. Okay. Okay. I don't know, I don't know, you know, per se or for real, whatever. Yeah. But that's what I heard. It was like pressure of, you know, they trying to, you know, you see all the building, building yeah. around it. And if you like surrounded by all of this, they want to take it over and do whatever they want to do. With yeah. It. Sort of like the house and up. Yeah. Yeah. And I put it out there. I posted <laughs> up that we should, um, all as comedians get together and work with the community to have it, um, registered as a landmark. Oh, that's that would a good be idea. Because so many of us, so many of us came through there. Dude, you know? a and lot. And as soon as I said that, then, you know, the mayor passed away. And that kind of like got in the way. Because, you know, that takes precedence over everything. But we could ride that in and get up in there if we could make a couple of connects. That would be a great idea. Yeah, that's Landmark crazy. that motherfucker. That way they can't change it or they have to build around it yep. and, and work with it. Yep. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Because now that we're in San Francisco and we're, we're discussing San Francisco brainwash as part of that. Mm-hmm. Um... 
the pedestrians. Mm-hmm. As, we're talking about landmarks and changing things. I think we need to change some laws around this bitch, like mm-hmm. L.A. L.A. Is, has like laws where basically if you start walking when it, the timer ticks down, then basically you get a ticket. Thank you. I think that these pedestrians need to understand that the only reason why that the people are in one block radius for 20 minute time period is because these inconsiderate motherfucking walkers exactly. keep fucking walking like we got places to go exactly. we got places to go granny goose back there pissing her pants because she's been at the same fucking block for 20 goddamn minutes because Seriously. she thought she was gonna get to her place in five minutes but you motherfuckers keep walking across the street and ain't nobody trying to go to jail for life for killing your ass but eventually we're gonna start pressing on our motherfucking gas start killing niggas we need to get a purge date for fucking pedestrians or something see i could tell you a, a left drive Ooh, like, I'm a, like I am. I've been driven for Lyft in mm. like three months, and for that very reason, because it's nothing worse than you got the green light and a motherfucker come just walking out in front of you like you wrong. The other day, you don't even want to know how many people I done hit in this city and kept going. Really? I don't give a fuck. I'm about to keep going. If but, ain't nobody in my car, I'll uh, tell you what. You, need, you know, I don't even fuck. care if you live d- blood on it or what. I'm gonna keep going. I saw Especially if it was my life. Mirror, mirror doing backflips. Oh my god! I'm like. Fuck. <laughs> Kept on smashing. Hey, his Tiffany bag was all in the air and some lingerie and shit fell out. I'm like, nigga, you can't fit your titties anyway. I kept on smashing. Oh my God. The other day, a lady walked out in the green, right as it was my turn. I was like, oh shit. And she didn't even look at me and say like, oh, I'm sorry. She's on the fucking phone. And right, and I'm looking at her like, bitch. And right as she's at the point where I can go, I almost start to go, but then her fucking kid starts to walk across the street. Like, I'm talking like seven years old, and then she doesn't even look back because I rolled, I start to roll my window, and I was like, are you fucking serious, bitch? I was like, you got your fucking kid over here walking in green, and then she turns around to grab his hand. Like, people are inconsiderate. That's fucked up. The walkers, and I call them walkers because- It was just two of them? It was just them two. Did oh, they no, have a puppy? No, no, no. And as soon as as soon as the the guy, the the little boy finished, another dude at the fucking edge almost started to go again. Now my windows are down. I'm like, are you fucking serious, guys? Look, like back the fuck off. A lot of that is on you because you should have hit him because that's ten thousand points you left right there. <laughs> you should have just ran them the fuck over. See, you losing points. You bullshitting. You playing, you playing. Hey, blood, as a Lyft driver, I be seeing hella secret ass ramps. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, oh my God, I want to take that fucking ramp at full speed. But I know it's only sudden death right at the end of that bitch. I'd be like, I don't know where that motherfucking goes right there. But there'd be hella secret ass ramps. Sometimes even in the country, there's just like a random, you know how they have the the trucks that, the flatbeds that carry like four or five trucks. Mm -hmm. And now it ain't got no trucks on it. So it's leaning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to take that motherfucker and Hell see yeah. how I can do some hazards. Do some hazards, that shit. Yeah. There's whole shit like that. Remember when we were in LA? <laughs> <laughs> when you when you get me on six cups of coffee, <laughs> I promise you, if you're in my lift ride, the first thing I do is I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Sorry, I'm on a lot of coffee right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, mean, like, I, mean, I hope they're Indian at that point in time because Indians don't give them. Oh, no, 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 no. 
car, don't drive like this. No, no. Indians don't got no goddamn lines. I'll be saying oh. it right be then like, and oh, there. Oh, you a great driver. I'll be like, oh, you motherfucking Indian. I got a quarter to me, so I gotta go. Oh, I'm gonna oh. tip you better once we done it this time. Exactly. Ride. They're like, I don't give a fuck. Just get me there. Just go, go. And go. I like your titties too. Not only will I give you a tip, I will give you a tip also. This one guy told me. He told me, um, you think I'm gonna kiss you now? What? Thank you. Wow. That's exactly what I said. I said, what the fuck for what? People don't understand the stories that we have as Lyft drivers. I'm man. like, I'm talking about especially on them night shifts, them like them weekend, Friday, Saturday night shifts. It's crazy. I done turned down so many invitations. It's crazy. Yes, yes. I'm talking about the drunk, crazy four group shit. Come on in. The prettiest white girl yeah. asked me the other night if I wanted to stay the night. She was so pretty. Her and her boyfriend. And she was like, are you driving all the way home tonight? And nobody really asks you that, like, in a genuine sense. Yep. They just go, how long have you been working? Right. You been working all night? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you going to keep working all night? Like, bitch, is it any of your motherfucking business? Yep. Are you finna ask me if I could sleep up in your house? Mm-hmm. Can I take a duty? Because I've been having to take a shit exactly. for about two hours. Exactly. I can't find no parking anywhere. You Can you watch my car real quick while I run into the store? Like, can I run upstairs and just use your bed for a couple hours? Use your driveway? Like, are you about to shower? cook me a meal? Like, shut the fuck up with all you people who ask how long we've been driving, what we're doing tonight, how's it going? Just shut, 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 shut. Stop asking your Lyft driver that. Yeah. Just, just get your ass in and be like, what's tips. up, right? Exactly. But she was like, uh, she was like, but don't, you just said you live hella far, right? And I was like, yeah, I live like 100 miles from here because it's San Francisco. She's like, oh, no, no, no. I got an extra bedroom and some dogs that would love to lick your face. That's cool. And so did yes, you say? No. And I was like, that is so cute. She was like, I'm so serious. Come have sex with my dogs. Boom! Oh, <laughs> the white bitch killed it! I was like, what? You want me to do what? And she was like, seriously, come let my dogs have sex with you. And I was like, this... I was like, this is going to get really kinky. Huh? This is going to get really fucking freaky up in this Damn, bitch. Becky, okay. I was like, I almost want to go. Get out that peanut butter. Right? I was like, I almost want to I keep kissing you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You got to make it clap. I'm like, I almost want to go with you to see what fucking happens. But, bitch, I can't go with you because I got this quota to meet. They got me on this slave train. I got about six more rides to do. And she's like, seriously, you have to come stay with me sometime. And I'm like, I am definitely gonna remember you Man, and one yeah. night i might be back it doesn't mean i'm gonna do anything freak but i want to witness to see what happens exactly like what is going to happen sometimes you just gotta see sometimes i like to get myself in those situations where you might have to hop out the window because mm-hmm. i want to do a duck and roll and exactly. be like jackie chan you got that <laughs> you know what i'm saying i, I got stunts. i got nigga, nigga skills you know I mean, so you said you prepare for the next movie with the rock exactly that's what you do exactly exactly you do it yo way. i'm gonna go see that new movie did you see the jumanji one uh, Did you I, see the preview for it? I saw the preview, but I haven't seen the movie. Okay, yeah, no, of course you haven't seen it, but that looks so amazing. The fact that they're like themselves and they hop in and they're other that that see, part I is can't so see funny. it because my cousin he got the bootleg um, director's cut. I don't mind when people are walking in front of me in front of movies. It's I'll watch that too, shit, though. right? It's crispy though. The director's cut, right? right I like right. the director's cut. Like I, like earlier today, I was working from home and I was watching uh, I was watching Boys in the Hood, and <laughs> I I didn't want to like I found I found a copy. Ricky, on, um, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> I found I, so I found everybody a, got for our name Ricky. I, I found a copy like on YouTube, but then it 
cut it off like right when uh, you know Doughboy is about to like turn and walk back and pour, you know he pours out the thing right. Mm-hmm. And so I like to see the credits. I like to see like fucking you know the the word dialogue on that shit because mm-hmm. okay another fun fact uh, my son's father I was not married to him but my son's father who I'm still friends with he's a cinematographer so like when I oh. so when I watch like movies and things like that like he actually did the camera work for uh, for two shorts blow the whistle video. Ah. I remember because that fool was sick for two weeks when he got Fuck home. Fuck yeah. What's my favorite word? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you just said that nigga was sick for two weeks when he got home. Yeah, that means he got hella pussy. <laughs> he got hella dirty he pussy. Hydrated. Whatever, whatever he needed, whatever he, he got. He was like, he was like, what's my favorite word? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he, he had the flu and shit. It was ridiculous. But yeah, like because of that, I pay attention to the credits. And so I was like, why? Where can I watch like just the credits? And so there was actually a, seriously. If you go on, if you go on YouTube, there's yeah. actually yeah, there's actually there's a, thing. a section. There's a thing that says uh, <laughs> there's a thing on YouTube that says uh, "Boys in the Hood last scene," and I should have known that it was not going to be what I was looking for because they spelled the word "scene" S E E N. So it's uh. so I clicked play, <laughs> and it's literally this dude like holding the camera in front of his TV. Last like, scene. <laughs> like, well, he ain't never lied. <laughs> It probably had hella views too, huh? Yeah, it did. Hella funny. He was like, I'm getting paid. Ah! Right, right. I was so distracted. I was just like, what fucker, what is this? Oh my goodness. I might just have to buy the bullet and buy it. Speaking of Boys in the Hood, Doughboy, uh, I I actually, Ice Cube, when you finally open those goddamn messages. Look, I'm telling you motherfuckers. Okay, Jamie Foxx, uh, Ice Cube, Kevin Hart. Uh, who else is it? Uh, there's a few motherfuckers that I hit up religiously about every week. What's up, motherfucker? You ready to put me in a movie? Mm-hmm. Like Jamie Foxx, I'd be like, you following the wrong motherfucking comedian, dude. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be following me. Why you got this other motherfucker out there in L.A.? Seriously. Like, I'll be hitting them up, and I'll, I'll be watching their uh, Instagram live, mm-hmm. and I'll start talking to Jamie in there. What's up, boo? How you doing? Like, you ready to come pick me up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come get me, nigga. I'll throw my phone. I'll throw my phone number out there. And then at one point in time, he looks. He was like, "You beautiful," and because he uh-huh. said "broke bitch," because he said "You beautiful." Uh-huh. And he stopped. I was like, "I was like, oh, you see me now, okay?" Uh-huh. I finally, and then I'm, and everybody else is like, "Oh, Jamie, this and that." I'm like, "I finally got your attention." <laughs> Come get me, nigga. Come get me, like, like this. Just I'm not even playing. Hey, didn't somebody, work. didn't somebody DM you once? That was Morris, uh, Morris Chestnut. Chestnut. I was just oh. like, but it wasn't Morris Chestnut. It was because it was, I had Team Broke Bitch investigate. Thank you, Team Broke Bitch. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they found out that it was not an official. Oh. It was because you know how they have like the, the official check. Yeah. yeah. So what? So how? Let's let's talk about that. How the fuck are you out there creating Instagrams on fake ass motherfuckers? Ain't that cool? Like Cat that's fishing. so weird. That's mm. so weird. Like yeah, what is your motive? 
What are, what are you gonna do with that? That ain't even catfish. That's tilapia right there. Dude. That's some fake ass shit right that's there. That's some bass right there. That's you ain't finna eat that tilapia. shit. Frozen fucking skinless shit. Yeah, like, some bootleg tilapia. Right. Shit. You is <laughs> not <laughs> eating that shit. Like, nigga, how the fuck you gonna use another motherfucker's name like, to try is, to get some pussy? And right. what is the, yeah, what that's is the objective? Sad. Are you trying to get me ultimately to meet you up somewhere? Yeah. And then, like, you're this big fat white guy and you're like, hey, you're not Morris Chestnut, but let's fuck anyway. Exactly. Like, you just Catfish, dude. The next time you're in my neck of the woods and I don't have my kid, like we should just like smoke and then watch a whole fucking, uh, a whole like fucking marathon of catfish, dude. I've seen that shit. And oh, you've seen it? Okay. Yeah, and I actually I'm starting to believe it's like my ex or something. Remember, like, you remember that? My ex keeps doing like I feel like crazy things are happening. Like, no. are you guys getting hit up with a lot of people that are like the females that are like, yeah, watch I, my free I their free videos and their porn and shit. Oh, like, I bitch, I just put the message up bitch stop fucking messaging me and sending me friend requests all these different bitches we know that ain't you we know that ain't your picture Seriously. you know like it's not free we're gonna have to put our credit card in somewhere this yeah, is a scam exactly. this is a scam shit. but you know obviously one of a hundred they probably do get their money but then you look at their friend list it's always the same it's the same shit they send you this shit look at my pussy pictures blah 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 and then they got like 22 friends of course yep you know, that's a magic number. It's like 22 friends. I'm like, bitch, if you ain't got at least 200 friends, I ain't fucking with you. Exactly. Right, or right, I, right. unless I didn't met you in person. Right. But to kind of swing it back, I keep messaging these motherfuckers and to get it into Ice Cube. Yeah. The, supposedly they have that last Friday movie they going to do. Right. Oh, they, they got, got that last Friday. Now I'm trying to tell Ice Cube. No, nigga, we ain't done yet. You ain't got me. I'm on the last Friday one. Okay. I'm on the official last one. So if he doesn't allow me to be in that circle in a substantial amount of time, he might have a bitch coming up in there like on that, you know, uh, what's it called? Production, producing, you know, making your movie status and having my own version of whatever. You know what I'm saying? I got movies in my head. I got videos in my head. I got a lot of shit. But I need a rich nigga to come take me out of the hood. <laughs> For real. Let's keep it real. Financials are tough. And like me and Ivy was just trying to get onto earlier. What I was trying to say is, it's tough. Ivy has a full time job, not oh, just yeah. to pay the rent. Mm hmm. But because not only are we females and we don't particularly ask for money, yeah, mm -hmm. because we know our ultimate mission is super paid. Mm -hmm. Just exactly like for me, like I could probably deal with uh, being, you know, just like a, like a comic full time and maybe like work a part time job because I, you know, I used to work in bars, I used to work in nightclubs, I did like coat check and shit like that. So you know, I used to work behind the bar. Like I could always fall back on shit like that. Always, of course. But it's just when you got a kid, you got to think about things like health insurance and things like that. So mm -hmm. uh, really, me having a job is just for him. But at the same time, like I have used it to my advantage. So last summer, um, I've done comedy in LA as well. And last summer, I took classes at. Uh, I, I took improv classes just to see if I could do it. Mm -hmm. and uh, But they were based in L.A., so what I did was I convinced my employer to let me handle the Southern California account, so every time they flew me down there, uh -huh. I would just time it with the class that I was taking, and it would work out that way. Genius. Look at that. 
That's telling you. I'm not trying to pay for. I'm not telling you, popcorn. dude. I'm not trying to pay for that. That's shit. what I'm saying. That's why I be loving her. Like, mm-hmm. go ahead, go on. You was doing that she was on improv. The hustle for real. I gotta That's think good. of ways to make that shit work. And right? you know, it's funny. Like per diem. Let me get that per diem going on. Speaking of celebrities, mm-hmm. like it's just it's weird. Like this is some real stuff that actually happens to me. Mm-hmm. So last year, like 2000 and 2016, 2017, that was like the first time that I actually performed. I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but this in the last year was like the first time that I really got up at actual comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. So I I have performed at the comedy store twice, and both times I think when I put it, I think I put it on Twitter, I put it on Instagram. You know who liked it and who it really was? Uh, so Jamie Kennedy liked two of my Facebook, two of my uh, Facebook, two of my Twitter All statuses. Right. And I, dude, I love Malibu's Most Wanted. Like, be red, hey, be red. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking. And then about. he liked, and then he went on my Instagram and liked a picture of my cat. I was like, hell of excited. That was, that. I had to double check. I was like, is this really you? Like, I was looking for the blue check. Yeah, like, or is this some random that. motherfucker? I was like, no, yeah. Jamie Kennedy. Like, I screenshot it and I sent it to my, I sent it to my whole family. I was Shout like, out to Jamie. Kennedy. I was like, Jamie Kennedy. Shout out to Jamie. He liked a picture Down of my cat. That shit's exciting, dude. It's hell, hell of excited. Yeah. And then the se- exciting. And then the second person that liked my shit was Adam Carolla. I was like, what? Look at that. You go, girl. It's like, what? Yo, dang. I haven't, see. I haven't had the balls to actually like reach out and be like, "Can you put a bitch on?" But I think what I'm, I think what I have been doing is like trying to see when they're actually on, maybe in the Bay Area or yeah. time it. Excuse me, when I'm in LA, and just go see the show for the sake of seeing the show. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, one of the things that I really like about comedy in the Bay Area, especially especially in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. uh, is that for me, I mean, maybe people look at things like maybe people look at things like smaller shows or open mics as whatever. But for me, I'm enjoying myself because there are some people aside so from the fun. aside from the unfunny motherfuckers exactly. like we, we ain't even got to name them because they know exactly. who they are. That's why it's fun. Yeah, yeah like exactly. the pe- because the pe- of them unfunny motherfuckers. The sometimes. Pe- the people that are hella good though it, to me I feel like I get to see like not my heroes necessarily but like I get to watch them in their element like yeah. when I go to like when I do when I do the when I do the mic at uh, Crazy Horse for example uh-huh. like some of the people that go up there I'm just like oh my gosh this is a great place to be like I get mm-hmm. to have you ever seen Insane Wayne no, I have not. Have you? Yeah, I performed with him one night. Okay, yeah, yeah, like like when I watch Insane Wayne, I fucking am like. I performed with him twice. Actually. You're so awesome. Like mm-hmm. for me, he is so amazing, and he I is. feel, I feel like he uh, is. I think I voted for him recently on an unsigned artist like thing, because mm-hmm. I feel like he's one of those people that he should have already been on Def Jam. He should have oh, already yeah. been mm-hmm. on this and oh, that. Yeah. And there's so many of us that are mm-hmm. literally fucking talented that should have probably or could be or whatever but I think it's just that we don't know the right everybody or a, a lot of times it's that and a lot of times it's timing too yeah. timing is everything out because sometimes um, an opportunity will be there but it's not your opportunity yeah and when I say that it's like sometimes like Def Comedy Jam, for example. Yeah. It's like we weren't ready when it was actually in its prime. Yeah. Prime, prime. You know, and now they're kind of trying to bring it back, and we can probably get on there and everything. Dude. I, and everything. Uh, but I'm, I'm, yo, we should make a new Queens of Comedy, bro. Uh, oh, yeah. We should come up with that. We could call it like Princesses of Comedy. So Shit. we ain't duplicating. Hey, I'll get oh my, my, um, my, um, glitter, people to glitter record that onesie. Shit? My glitter onesie, and I'll tour with y'all. <laughs> 
Bay Area queens of comedy. Queens yeah. of Bay Area comedy. Exactly. As long as I get to see some kind of bush, I'm okay with that hey, shit. Hey, I'll grow a bush on my shit. Oh, just you, to oh, make you, it. oh, see, I just wanted to ask that question to see what happened right there. Bush, bush, <laughs> and, bush and tuck. <laughs> bush and tuck, huh? Right. Hey, if I'm going on tour, we making money, whatever it works, you know? Hey, for real. Uh, uh, and speaking of, you have a beautiful video that I can't wait for pretty soon here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming out soon. Now, you do videos when you do Thirsty Thursday. Absolutely. So, what happens is, is are you doing it in the same spot? I do it in the same spot What is that time. spot? It's La Estreita. It's out in, in East Oakland near Lake Merritt, a couple of blocks away from Lake Merritt okay. on the corner of 5th Ave and East 12th. It's yes. a family-owned uh, uh, business, restaurant. They've been in business for a long time, for mm -hmm. generations, and it's a beautiful, wonderful family, the Macias family. Shout out to the Macias family. Shout out. And, yes. Uh, and it's like, a, uh, it's a restaurant slash bar, but it's set up, it has the ambiance and the atmosphere of a real comedy club when you walk it, in. It does. Nice. It really yeah, does. Yeah. It's and really it, nice. It has a stage. Is that sort of like Cancun? It's, yeah, kind yeah. of. It's sucked in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it has a stage, a real stage oh, in there. It's tight, dude. And it's night. Nice. You're so going to like it, Ivy. You're going to like it. Do I have to dress up for this? No, you can you dress, dress how you want. You dress how you want, girl. They accept you as you are, you where we are. You be you, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, but no, that is happening this Thursday, as in this next Thursday, the yeah. 28th? 8th, December 28th. 8th Boom Comedy Thirsty Thursday show. You can get uh, tickets by inboxing Boom, inboxing me, and uh, inbox me by this week if you want the early bird price on the tickets. Or and you can also buy them online um, through my website, aceboomcomedy.com. Or you can also uh, click the link that's on my Facebook and Instagram uh, pay, uh, pages or whatever to get the tickets. How much are those tickets? Right now, they're online for 15 bucks, but they're 17 in advance. And so get them now. You can even get, get better discounts if you get them from get them me this now. week. The show is dope. Because they're 25 at the door. Right, right. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay, um, now also, Ivy, you have a show tomorrow, right? I do. I have a show in uh, Santa Cruz at the Blue Lagoon. Blue, Blue Lagoon. Lagoon. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, a good, that's a really nice room. I a, like it. Isn't, it's, isn't it cool? It's a like, so you great little atmosphere. So you finally met DNA? No, see, I went there to meet him and to talk to him because he just is not on that messenger. Yeah, he he's, he could be slow to respond, but like when you actually do meet him, it's going yeah. to be cool. No, but I think what there. happened is that they, like, they, they were like, hey, this bitch came over here for you and you weren't here and she bounced <laughs> she she didn't even stay for the show because like i also seen that you were like on there and i was like oh cool because i was almost to yeah. uh santa cruz i wasn't gonna go but I, I was like oh ivy's on there i might as well just swing by so i drive down there from san jose and then you weren't on that. I seen Mean Dave, and I was like, uh, I'm looking at the yeah, wrong. That's next week, yeah. Next week, yeah. But then, so I asked for DNA, and he wasn't there. So either way, uh, he he must have been contacted that I was there for him, and he hit me up immediately and was like, Oh shit, I'm sorry, I didn't see all this. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, pick Thursday, please let me know. Da 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 da. So it's all worked out. Cool, cool, cool. I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah. But the room is beautiful. It's yeah, it is. It's one of my favorite rooms to do. It's like super. It's super far. Well, not super far. Or not from Fremont. Maybe it's like a 45 minute, 40 ish minute drive yeah. uh, through 17. I think 17 is probably the most challenging part. 17 is the of best it, way. Yeah. Especially for an Asian driver. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
because it's true. <laughs> and uh, it's super challenging. You know? Hey, wait, wait. Before you go on, I'm sorry, because everybody has like that racist kind of like bias because everybody's racist in their own way. Let's keep sure, it fucking sure, real. Sure. But whenever you see a bad driver, you're automatically like, that must be a motherfucking Asian. I right? Was, I was and then you pull Asian up, or Indian. Asian or Indian, but then you pull up and then it, like, it, it's like excusable when it's like an old white person and you're like, oh, you're okay. So it's either an old white person or a fucking Asian. That's pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. Because I mean, like, I've had my fair share of racial profiling, but it's for shit that I don't know how to do. So are you a bad driver? I am a great driver, actually. Okay, cool. I, jo- I, jo- I joke about that all the time. So I'm you're a, one of them I'm fast a, and furious bitches. More like, more like slow and cautious. Ah, you know what I mean? Like, I my movies go in the opposite direction. Do <laughs> so you set your screen, your uh, your chair up hella far and be like hella close to the steering wheel and shit? Maybe if like, my mama was driving. Nah, dude, like, I drive. I, like, I have that lean, but I have all my mirrors, so I can just like look at it. You know what I mean? Oh, you OG riding? I am because Cru- but I, cruise control one to two miles per hour above the speed limit. Cruise I've control. Been, right? I've been taking my dad's car out since I was like 14. Nice. And so the first thing that I learned how to drive, I, I learned how to drive using a... Shout out to dad leaving the car What's around. What's dad? Hey. Toyota Corolla 1986 hatchback with hey. no right side mirror. Yeah. Hey. I had a 1990 uh, Ford Escort <laughs> with Bondo on the left side because my mom got crunched in that bitch. Oh. Yeah. She did leave that around because she got a Mustang and I was riding around the apartments. My first car was an Isuzu Armark with no headlights. We used to call it a shark and I call it the I-Rock. <laughs> No headlights. How the fuck did you get away with that? Hey, I, I, I be doing I, that shit. And then I finally went to pick and pull and got a couple of headlights for fifty dollars. I, I was pick and pull. You couldn't tell me shit back there. I had headlights. That motherfucker. We put eight dollars in that motherfucker. Fill a tank up. You couldn't tell me shit. Tell me right now, cause I wish I would have kept my car. What about y'all? I wish I wish I would have kept, kept my motherfucker. Yep. I sold that motherfucker for three hundred dollars. I rode the motherfucker till it fucking just went out. I never put oil in it. Nothing. It lasts for five years without me doing nothing to it. It was a great car. One time, mine was had a check oil, I mean, check engine light on it, and it nobody could figure it out. And me and my friends did like a Safeway run, and we were all like, they were, I was the getaway driver, but they were all little thieves. They all stole hella alcohol because we were about to go to the fucking Springtown Town Pond and try to lose our virginity. But one time, oh I God. fucking ran right into a curb like 30 miles per hour, and we're all stoned and laughing, and the whole car shut down. Oh. And it was like it didn't want to start for a second, and then it turned on like a pro. Yeah, look at the that. check engine light was off, and nothing ever was wrong it with it again. Just needed a little joke. Just See? needed a fucking punch in the throat and exactly. some and some fucking optimism, right? Wasn't it cool to be able to just get liquor out the store back in the day? Man, right? We used to send our little cousin. His name was Am, and he was like eleven, but he was a super thief. Mm. We sent him here. He'll come out with like fifths of alcohol because yes. he was this little cute Crazy, kid, right? and nobody would ever assume that he was stealing. He would come out. I'm like, dude, he was still hella alcohol. He's still like three fifths of liquor. And then he come out with like like uh meat and crackers, salami and turkey and shit. I'm like, why you still have meat? He's like, I had to get me something too. <laughs> he's, he's he got you there. He got you there. That's funny. I seen uh one of the comedian girls, Tavi, write down, is it stealing if you steal a whole rotisserie chicken in your purse? Look at that. And then a week later I was in motherfucking Safeway and some guy walks in and he goes, I'm hungry as fuck. Security, I'm taking this chicken and just runs out. <laughs> he gave him a warning. What city was this in? Where the fuck was this? <laughs> San Francisco. Of course hey, it was. I was about to sell him in the Castro that sent me over there. <laughs> he, gave, he gave them a fucking 
warning. Whoa. <laughs> Great. Y'all better try to catch me. I'm right? getting this motherfucker. And that security guy just, just twisted his head like, uh-uh, I ain't doing nothing. You ain't catching a crackhead. Hell no. 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 It ain't happening. It's not happening. But you're not here with this crackhead. Right, no. right, right. Especially one of those crackheads like on Christmas Eve that's hella mm. sweating, hella mm. hard, and mm. it's 11 <laughs> degrees outside. Mm. You ain't going to catch right? me. Right? Talk about can I get four cents. What you mean four cents? Yeah. Fuck you mean four cents. Can I give you four cents? Exactly. I'm supposed to pull out my wallet so you can snatch it and run. Look at my fat ass. I ain't finna run after How you. How about I put four feet up your ass right? and get the fuck out of my face? It's too cold <laughs> out here for this shit. Get your ass in the house. Right, right. Shit. But anyways, we got a couple of minutes left. It's uh, Ace Boon. 